listeners. And this is Bookward. I'm Denise. I'm Megan. Switching oh, up. <laughs> something new and exciting. <laughs> and today uh, we're doing a second episode of our new series. Which I believe we're recording, not recording, but calling it story time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. And I made the executive decision because I edited the first episode but and needed it. Five seconds ago, you were like, this is our news. Good shit. Good I didn't even, I didn't have a name, so we'll go with yours. Yay. So it's our second story time, and it is Denise's turn to tell me a story. Yay. Yay. A story that she read, obviously, not one she's just making up. Or is she? <laughs> Let's talk about this fan fiction that I wrote over the weekend. It's um, so it's Kylo Ray. Heads up, Rilo. Kylo. Kylo. Rilo. No, it's Raylo. 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 I yeah, don't Raylo. even know the name Raylo. of the ship. <laughs> I don't. I totally blanked, and I am a Raylo fan. What the I fuck? Know. I thought you would know more than me. I, know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Like the whole reason I read I read Love Hypothesis was because I saw the cover and I was like, "Hey, that looks like Ray and Kylo." Oh my god! And then I read it and I'm like, "Oh my god!" That I like, but I find out it was like an actual Raylo fanfic, and I was like, "Oh, oh god. no wonder they look like that." Now that you say that, I get it. I get it. That was a really <laughs> good book too. It's um, okay. You didn't like it. No, I'm one of, like, the minority who didn't, like, love oh, it. That sucks. Especially considering she has, like, a lot more books coming out. I know. I'm gonna, like, I'm going to read the next one. Like, I'm yeah. going to, like, just to see, you know. But I don't know. It just. You're not, like, obsessed. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. Maybe I'm not smart enough, like, science-wise. I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember. I like that there was like a lot of tropes, a lot of romance tropes, and it was all my favorites. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just like, ooh, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I just, it didn't vibe with me. I'm not sure why, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to read the other one. The next, the other, um, her next one's coming out, so like just next to see. Month, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, she's had some novellas come out. I need to read those. But those are just on Kindle, and you know how I am when it comes to, like, yeah. Kindle reading. I like having, like, I'm old. I like having the physical books for some reason. It's annoying. See, and I'm the opposite. <laughs> I'm the millennial who's like, if this isn't on ebook, I'm not reading it. Like I, my bank account would rather be you. <laughs> yeah, I had to get Atlas Six from the library and reading it. I was like, this fucking sucks. I was like, I can't fucking carry this shit everywhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, I carry like two books with me. Oh my god, <laughs> my back thanks me for switching over to ebook. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think because like my brain like automatically for some reason is like when it's on like a tablet or like my phone, it's like this is fan fiction. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know why. Like it just automatically like it's like yeah, it's fan fiction. It's fan fiction. <laughs> like I don't know why. Maybe okay. that's why. Yeah. See, and I just struggle that like 
if I can't lie down while reading a book, it's like it's not being read like at all. Like I just want to lie. Oh on yeah. Just like, oh, see, I lie on my bed plenty and could read just fine, yeah, but it I is it is more annoying. Yeah, my bones cannot do that. Like, like, my <laughs> joints are screaming at me, like, you better get the fuck up right now. And I'm like, okay. God, we're so old in very different ways. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember being, like, 17, and I could, like, read, like, a big book. And my neck would hurt, and I'd be like, oh, like, I'll power through. Now, if it, mm -hmm. if it even, like, hurts a little, I'm like... Like, this is going to hurt for days. I got to take it easy. Let's put this book down and, like, switch to something See, else. my neck doesn't hurt. My neck doesn't hurt. Like, I figured out, like, a good, like, reading position in that way. Like, my arms will start to get tired and I'll be like, ah, fuck. Teach me your ways because I have not learned a single position. Like, everything I try that I used to, like, how I used to read is just like, oh, this hurts. Oh, this hurts. Oh, I can't do this. I don't know, Denise. New position sounds like something your husband should teach you. <laughs> listen, man, listen. That's I'm not listening. in my job description. That's in his. I'm just old, man. I'm just old. And I'm not as flexible as I used to be. Oh, God. It's so true, though. <laughs> oh, getting old. I don't know what it is, man. I'm telling you. There is something about the age 25 that really is just like you hit it and it's like your body. I don't care how good of shape you're in. You hit 25 and your body's just like, and we're 80. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, I've felt this way for like a couple years, but like now it feels like shit that would only last a couple hours now can like fuck me up for days. Like if I sleep wrong. Oh my god, like, for three days I'll be like, ooh, like, I still haven't recovered. Whereas before... Well, it's like that way with drinking, too. I swear to god, it used to be I could drink, and I would get up early the next day. Like, I would go out drinking, and I would be able to, like, get home at 2, wake up at, like, Damn. I don't know, 7, and be fine. Now it's like... I'm fucked I still, the next day. Like. I still have that superpower. I guess I'm still young in that sense. <laughs> but I'm, like, counting the days. I Like, every time I wake up without a hangover, I'm like, it's not going to be like this for long. Like, I better keep fucking doing <laughs> this shit. Better be an alcoholic. Yeah, well, you know what? Training. At least I can ride a bike while drunk. <laughs> I didn't fall off my bike, though. I didn't fall off my bike, Hey! Okay? That okay? to do with Let's being drunk. <laughs> Let's mention at the beginning of that bike ride, you fell off the bike, the whole ass bike. Okay, I I might that have run into from a being wall, drunk, but I recovered real quick. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That wasn't from being drunk. That was from being sure. too lazy to change sure, the Jen. bike seat height. Okay. Sure, Jen. Okay. But what lazy person smiles as they fall off their bike is all I want to say. Me. I always, whenever I know something's about to happen, like this happened when I went um, kayaking again for the first time with a friend and we were on like these really unstable like sit on kayaks on the Salt River and we were hitting rapids and we kept falling in. Like my friend that was in the other kayak was like, 
you were laughing. Like, you, like, I was so worried for you guys. And you're in the water hanging on to your kayak, kayak laughing. And I, and I was like, yeah, I couldn't do anything. So I was just like, well, this is it. You, you like, smile <laughs> in the face of danger, Megan. I do. I laugh in the face of death. I'm like, oh, please take me. <laughs> I still blame the alcohol partially for that, though. I'm just saying. Like, I saw how you got right oh, back right. up and you were like, let's go, guys. <laughs> anyway. All right. Secret <laughs> backstage. or um, What are they called? Inside jokes. Behind the scenes. Inside jokes from our. Oh, yes. <laughs> from our book festival. Crazy adventures. Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what were we here for? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. You're going to tell me a story. I'm going to tell you a story. And it's not a fan fiction, I'm sorry to say. Damn. It's not a. Uh, Eddie Munson, Chrissy Cunningham. Oh, my God. You would. I'd read that though. Send that to me, please, after the podcast. Um, I will, cause I'm loving it. <laughs> anyway, we can't talk about Stranger Things. What are we doing? Um, okay, 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 okay. Robin is my baby. <laughs> but anyways, moving on, moving on. She said it was baby. <laughs> anyways, so I'm talking <laughs> to you today about the death of Jane Lawrence by Caitlin Starling. Burr, burr, burr. Not heard of it? No. No, I have this on my TBR. Oh, it is? <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. Anyways. So, talk to you next week, Megan. This is a book I do want to read. <laughs> I didn't see it. This is horror, Megan. Oh, you're right there. Oh, my God. I'm right there. <laughs> all right, all right. Tell me, tell me. Anyways. If it's horror, maybe it's best I know. It's best I know before I read yeah. it. Yeah, well, it's a historical fiction. I feel like the beginning would have like gotten you but since a lot of it Mm -hmm. is horror i don't know it's like more philosophical i'd still recommend you read it even after this because like it's some shit goes down i'll get to it okay that's that's fucking rough though (laughs) i didn't check yeah thanks anyway i saw you marked it on your tbr like two years ago so that's your fault no my fault So just all right, all right. Get with it, Megan. <laughs> so okay, so do you like what do you know about it? What do you remember um, since you added it to your TBR? The only thing I remember about it is its title, and I obviously read its synopsis and wanted to read it, <laughs> but I don't know the synopsis. I can't remember anything else about it really. Yeah, it like. I had to read it for TBR and Beyond. It was, like, one of the horror reads, but I missed the discussion. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to, like, talk about my feelings, like, on air because I didn't get to. Okay. And, like, reading the beginning, it totally feels like, like one of your, like, historical fiction novels that you would read just because it's, like, Mm -hmm. this woman in the 1800s, I believe. And she's looking Mm -hmm. for a husband. Like, she's she's a little bit. Aren't we all? (laughs) No. In the 1800s. In the 1800s. (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah, and it's interesting, too, because she, like, off the bat at the beginning, she, like, like, it's, like, how it was back then. She's saying that she's not marrying for love. It's 
purely a business transaction. Like, she knows what's up. She's a little bit older. I think she's, like, a little bit older, I say. Like, she's in her, like, mid to late 20s, I think. Which is already, okay. like, spinster level. So she, mm-hmm. oh, so yeah. she even, um, so at this point. Wait, can I just interrupt? Every time I hear that, I think of, I'm 27 years old. I'm already a burden on my pants. <laughs> I'm frightened. <laughs> she literally, like, that's literally how she feels, too. Because her parents mm-hmm. had died when she was younger. So she's living with, like, two guardians. And they oh, have shit, even, yeah. like, they have said, like, it's cool. Like, you can stay with us. Like, we're going to force you to get married. And she's like, no. Like, I can't keep living on your dime. And so she's like, I'm going to have to get married. Like, that was her only option. And, like, pretty much the beginning is her just, she she makes a list right of all the people Mm -hmm. in her town that she sees as good candidates like she fucking she Mm -hmm. went through all this shit she's like who comes from a good background like who had who can offer me stability who doesn't have a gambling problem like who has all their debts (laughs) paid off that way they're gonna be a good partner and her number one (laughs) is a doctor too like the only doctor of this small town and she's like this is the one like he's good i mean yeah yeah like you can't (laughs) hate her and she's like okay like i'm gonna start setting up appointments like we're gonna get this shit going right and her guardians are like i mean you do you boo like we'll support you (laughs) and she meets the first guy his name's augustine and he's like, he's like, is this the doctor? Yeah, he's this is the doctor. Okay. And he's like, okay. I don't want to marry you. He's like, no, like, I'm sorry. Keep going with your list. And she's like, no, like, this is purely a business proposal, like a business transaction. Like, like, she lays it down for him. She's like, this is just like, I'm not gonna fa- like, we're not gonna be in love. Like, I know that's not gonna happen. You know, we don't have to share the same bed. Like, we can set up our shit. And she also Mm -hmm. offers, too, because one thing she does for her guardians is she does their, like, their, she's pretty much their accountant for the guy's business. I forget what his business is in. But she, like, she handles all the books and stuff. So she's, like, like, she's not certified, but she's an accountant in her own right. So she tells this doctor, she's, like, I'll handle your books. Like, you'll have, like, an in-house accountant. Like, uh, and, like, Mm -hmm. if you need, like, a nurse, you know, like, whatever. And the guy's, like, no, like, that's fucking, like... I can't do this. I don't want to be married. And she, like... So he doesn't want to be married at all? It's not just Yeah, her? like, he's just, like, even though what you're offering me is, like, so small, I still don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, I don't want to be married. Okay. You know, I want you to be happy with someone, and I can't offer you, like, happiness or anything. And she's, like, bro, this okay. is a business proposal. And, like, she... <laughs> and she ends up, she ends up, like convincing him and he's like all right he's like tomorrow come to my practice you're gonna help me like be like a nurse assistant for a day and just see if you're able to like be around this shit right and so she fucking goes and she kicks butt like she's gets a patient in who has his belly like cut open and she ends up like she doesn't even get to put an apron on over herself before she's like she's elbows deep deep in the guy's stomach blood and shit Damn. yeah and she's like at first she's kind of like grossed out but she gets into this mindset mm-hmm. of okay like we have to handle this guy like how do we do it okay he's like as long as he keep the doctor keeps telling her instructions she's like okay i'm gonna go get the shit okay you want this and then by the end the guy ends up dying but she's like bro like 
I did that. I helped you. And I helped you kill him. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. At some point, she's like, this is crazy. Like, we're like gods. And the, the doctor's just like, it feels that way, doesn't it? It's like so surreal. So like, (laughs) <laughs> like he ends up the doctor ends up um the doctor ends up accepting her proposal like you know what like as long as we're both under the understanding that this is only a business transaction and one of his conditions is even that she will sleep at the the house that houses the like his doctor's office place and then that way, if mm-hmm. like someone comes in the night or anything, like he, like she can send for him at the other house that he has. Like he has a secondary house, and he's like, the only reason I don't want you staying there is because it's really run down. Like, but I, it's a, what's what's is there a word for heirloom when it's a house? Like it's his inheritance, essentially. But he, yeah, I think that like yeah, yeah, but it's not like suitable for people, and I take care of it out of. Uh, nostalgia out of necessity more than like mm-hmm. you know like out of family duty yeah familial duty yeah out of familial duty so he's like you'll have to stay over there and me over here but i mean this is a business like transaction so i don't feel like you know that's an issue but that's just one of my conditions uh i think it's his mm-hmm. only condition and she's like i don't give a shit and <laughs> <laughs> and so like so after that, so they pretty much get married, like, very quickly, and um, she's very excited, and then on the way, like, I guess there is this tradition where you ride in the carriage, like, to your new, like, wedding home, and people will be alongside the carriage, like, I don't know, okay. like, celebrating and shit, but there was so many yeah, people okay. that were there and so excited for her that the carriage was unable to go to the 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 house that houses their like the doctor's office the clinic and mm-hmm. so the only necess- the only thing they could do is go to the other house the doctor was like you can't go like this is like but like we you can't go there you weren't supposed to ever go there I think he said, like, she... That's so Yeah! <laughs> I think she could visit, but she that couldn't spend... That is, like, spend... bluebeard shit. She couldn't spend the night. Like, he was like, we're gonna get a carriage for you so we could take you back to the clinic. Once the crowds die down... Like, it was it was sketch. I mean, like, first mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, whatever, like, bachelor or whatever. And then you're just <laughs> yeah. like... Mm-hmm. Who you got in your basement, dude? Like... <laughs> <laughs> yes! Oh. So they, like, they show up, and she's just, like, she could see it's neglected, you know? This is rough, but I'm not, like, she kept saying, she's like, I mean, I could spend the night, like, whatevs. And he's like, oh, you fucking can't. Like, he's, like, trying to get her the fuck out, and she's like, no, it's fine. Like, what are you talking about? This is, this is rough, (laughs) but, like, it's not gonna kill me. Yeah, she's just like, (laughs) why not? It's weird. Like, some some shit goes down. Anyways, he has to go. Her, her nights there end up getting, like, kind of weird. Because, like, after this happens, mm-hmm. there's, like, even, like, a storm. Big-ass storm. Like, during that day, too. Which was a weird omen. And she, she mm-hmm. like, the guy tries to send her in a carriage back to the other house. And it rains so fucking hard. Like, her carriage, like, is up overturning. And she has to walk back to the house. And she's like, I can't make, the like, the guy, the guy that drove me, like, even he was like, fuck this, I'm out. 
And so she shows back <laughs> up, and the doctor's like, yes, you're going to have to stay here. <laughs> As he, like, screams internally. And essentially, like, she sees some shit. Like, so she has to, she ends up having to stay there a couple days because of the mud and everything. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's impassable. She can't leave. And during her nights there, she starts seeing, like, weird shadows. She sees, like, a woman in the window with red eyes. She starts getting visions and even nightmares. And when she tries to tell the doctor about them, he's like, oh, like, you're just seeing things. You just had a nightmare. And, she was, and she'll be like, no, I was awake and I saw this stuff. And he's like, no, you were asleep, dude. Whatever. Fucking hate the gaslighting. <laughs> legit he fucking guessed her she's like i was awake like she even sees like something that happened in the dream like on her body where she's like that was fucking real like that's how i know it's real and the guy was like no like you're crazy girl yeah he's he's (laughs) like i'm diagnosing her with hysteria she needs some um... oh my god (laughs) i need to send her to the mental hospital yeah (laughs) and it's funny because at some point, so this doctor is like a recluse. He doesn't really have any friends. And at most mm-hmm. at this house, he has two housekeepers that they work during the day, but they leave at night. Like always just fucking, they bounce. And yeah, at some point. <laughs> they bounce. <laughs> yeah. They're just like deuces. I'm going home to my non-scary house. Good luck. <laughs> and um, at some point, this this doctor ends up getting called back to the clinic and he's able to like he's able to leave and he and at that point they've kind of come to an understanding like okay like you'll just stay here whatever mm-hmm. whatever it's well weird because he goes from like you can't stay here like you gotta get out to okay like i'll leave you here and i'm gonna sleep at the other place goodbye and he okay and so he leaves <laughs> and during this time, right, some people show up. A group of, like, several people show up at the front door of their of the house while he's out. While he's gone or while he's... Yeah, okay. while he's gone. And it ends up being that these people are doctors that he used to go to school with, that he was close with in some sense. Like, they were, like, what's the word? Not, like, co-workers. Like, school-wise? What are you, like, fellow... Oh, classmates? Yeah, like, fellow classmates. And so they had been sort of close, not really, not like friends, friends, you know, they studied alongside Mm -hmm. each other like years ago. And yeah, classmates. Yeah. And so at at that point, she had known the main character, Jane, had known of like this, what the doctor said was his old co-worker or not co-worker. What's the word? Why? I can't speak English today patient was like this old patient of his that had died and he holds a lot of regret over and these doctors when they show up they're like oh that's not an old patient of his that's his wife he used to have a wife and she died and she's what yeah she's like what the fuck like he like she doesn't tell him but she's like in her head like he fucking told me they weren't you know, there was no weird secret. I just thought he had, like, a dead patient that he holds. And they were like, no, yeah. He was married two years ago. She got, like, yellow fever, I think. And she, he tried to come back from school, and she was, like, already dead by the time he got there. And so, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and what's weird is during this time, too, 
is she had she had like a like a nightmare kind of like a vision nightmare type of of her husband at this point augustine with this woman where he is reaching into her chest and like pulling out her beating heart and so she's just she just kind of files it away at the back of her head when she hears all this shit like these doctors are fucking weird they come up and they're like (laughs) they're like they end up telling her that they were part of this secret magic society too Mm -hmm. and they would practice rituals and stuff including augustine and they reveal to her that at some point when this happened with his ex-wife he or not his ex-wife his dead wife that yeah. He tried to do a ritual to make her come back alive. And so she makes a connection of what she saw with that must have happened. Right? Okay. Yeah. It's fucking weird. Are you following up to this point? Am I making sense? No, I'm following. You're making sense. I'm following. Yeah. Yeah. So So they're married. He has a bluebeard house that suddenly is no longer a bluebeard house to him. And she uh some of his classmates told her that uh he has a dead wife who he has regrets over not being able to save and he tried to do like weird magic shit to bring her back yeah yeah so kind of kind of like a frankenstein situation yeah that's essentially like like she's picking up at that point and Mm -hmm. like at some point her husband comes back she it's interesting the vibe you get from the the doctor is he's not very like it's not like he's creepy i should say that like he's not you know like hunched over you know plotting (laughs) yeah not like that like a lot of the vibe you get from him especially up to that point is kind of very regretful very nervous at moments it seems like he cares for her a lot especially with you know her showing up all having to spend the night he's still like concern for her so it's it's Mm -hmm. weird the vibe you get from him because you're not oh like she married a villain you're just kind of what the like is it him like you don't think it's him doing some shit at his house he must Mm -hmm. be like maybe um defending something else or someone else is doing something Mm -hmm. because he just i don't know like obviously you can be like a horrible person and give up that vibe but he just seems (laughs) you know nervous yeah Listen, I mean, people willingly got into Ted Bundy's car, so, I mean, I get it. Like, yeah. Especially as a horror book, you're kind of like, I mean, he could have fucking done it, but (laughs) you're like, what's going on? Like, you're curious because it's not the Mm -hmm. clear cut. Yeah, yeah. And, like, especially once you hear, like, the magic, like, that there's some sense of magic in the story, maybe Mm -hmm. ghosts, you're just kind of like, okay, like, got me, like, what's going on? And so Augustine ends up coming back at some point and they, they talk, she ends up confronting him, which is interesting. Like she ends up, she ends up telling him, oh, like they told me about, what the fuck was her name? Um, Elodie was the name of his, of his dead wife. Right. Okay. And she's like, mm-hmm. I know you lied. It was interesting. I think at that point they had even at some point, um, Maybe it's a little bit after they had consummated their marriage. Like they, like even though that wasn't plan. like conditions, yeah, their original plan. Like they still, mm-hmm. like at some point, felt so attracted to each other that they did that. And so there's kind of like this 
still this level of like not love but attraction and so when mm-hmm. when she brings it up to him like i know about elodie he reminds her he's like this was just a business transaction never mind what's happened between us you know don't forget mm-hmm. that and she's just kind of like she's like butthurt but she's like fuck like he's right like she's trying <laughs> to accept what he's told her and been like you know it's right that's what we said but at the same time she's like yeah but we had sex i was feeling something <laughs> here and now he's saying there's nothing and this is just business like what the fuck so like um maybe not attraction well maybe attraction but like yeah. affection for yeah, each other yeah like know? it's not love okay but there's something there. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's not like they're just two people yeah, that, like, okay. coming together to get married. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so that she goes down, and she's kind of, like, distant from him. She recognizes that at this point, she's married. She can't go anywhere. Like, she has no options. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. The only thing she can really do is learn what the fuck is going on, you know? Just to be, just to mm-hmm. be in the know. Just to make sure there's nothing weird, too. Especially knowing that mm-hmm. he did a weird ritual you know like what's going on in this house that she's at she just wants to like look out for herself i think more than anything at this point mm-hmm. because she has she has no other okay. option yeah yeah you're once you're married you're kind of stuck especially back then like what are you gonna do yes but like back then yeah. there's really no takesy back i think like there's even a point where she was like if only we hadn't consummated it like we could have you know thought up a reason yeah. but she's like but i fucking went and had sex with this bitch and so she's stuck <laughs> yeah so so at that point she knows some shit's going on and so she's learning about the ritual She's seen the shit. She's met the doctors, right? And she kind of knows a little bit about the ritual that went down. And she learns of how mm-hmm. he did try to save her. And he, uh, Augustine ends up, like, telling her, like, I tried to save Elodine or whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, Elodie. And it just, she died. And in Jane's head, it seems like she would have died. Elodie would have died anyways. He just... Mm-hmm. He just tried to see if he could do anything else. So by his hands, she technically died, yeah. but she was going to die anyways. But okay. what's interesting, too, is that... So he didn't... Sorry, he didn't, like... He didn't try anything, like, after... Like, it wasn't... The magical thing he did wasn't... Or, like, the magical thing he tried to do wasn't, like, trying to bring her back to life. It was trying to save her before she died. Is that what it was? And that's it what It seems like her? there was two things. There was... First, he tried to keep okay. her alive. Like, he tried... Using magic, using what he knew, tried to keep her from the brink of death. Mm-hmm. And then later on, she finds okay. out that he later on tried to do the... I mean, that's what I understood, is that he tried to bring her back. Like, she had died, and he was like, I'm going to bring her back. Let me see if I can do this type. So there was two, like, I guess there was two different instances, is what I understood. Mm -hmm. Towards the end, they talk about the different shit, but it, that's what I understood. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so that fucking happens. And then, knowing all this shit, especially, she keeps seeing stuff in the house, and she's like, she sees little weird stuff like it's it's weird um mm-hmm. um so later on he ends up 
Okay, so like, her, like as time goes on, she gets, she keeps getting like deeper and deeper and like seeing all this shit, right? Like haunting the fuck out of her. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. like at some point, like I guess they end up switching places, and she's like, I have to leave. I have to go back to the nursery. I guess they need help with the patient. There is a new patient that shows up during this whole book. Like there is. There's the patient at the beginning, then there's there's a couple patients later on that she gets to help with. And mm-hmm. I think okay. most of them end up dying. The first one that died at the beginning ends up haunting her. No, ends up, yeah, ends up haunting her in some sense. And mm-hmm. she later... The one that she put yeah. her hands in? And she later finds okay. out from Augustine is that, like... A lot of the patients that have died on him haunt him. And he tells her, since you've started, once you started staying at the house, they stopped haunting me. And she's like, yeah, because they're haunting me. (laughs) (laughs) And and it's interesting, too, because later on when she helps with the other patients, they end up dying. And it's the same shit. They go to haunt her. Like, there was one patient. She went to the clinic. She was getting better. The patient was getting better. And she has to leave her mm-hmm. and go back to the house to help with something. Um, because Augustine was staying there. Like, a new patient shows up. And she's like, I got to go get Augustine. He's a doctor. He needs to help with this, like, new walk-in. And while she's over there at the house, mm-hmm. she can't find Augustine. And she suddenly starts seeing the ghost of the girl that she left. And she's like... She's like, I left her alive. Like, she looked fine. Like, the fuck is this? And she's like, she must have died. Mm -hmm. Like, knowing what she knows, she's like, she must have died. And, like, meanwhile, Mm -hmm. she's looking for Augustine, who she can't find at this point. And at... At, like at some point in this book she had managed to get into this oh one thing i didn't mention is th- this house did have a cellar by the way when you said that mm-hmm. earlier they always, they always do it. they always do and she had gone in at some point like during one of her fever dreams and she was like she mm-hmm. she saw there was different benches for each member of his family and one of them had okay. a stain of blood or like a red stain and she knew in her head she was like this is where Elodie mm-hmm. died this is where he tried to do the ritual right oh sh- okay. and like she's just like puts it at the back of her head too like she's kind of like she went down in the basement and yeah when this happens that she goes to look for augustine and she can't find him she's like i, I don't know where she ends up finding him i think she ends up finding him in the cellar and and it's so okay. it's so it's one of those moments where you're like what the fuck because he ends up like what's wrong with you like are you okay like you look sick and she's like what are you talking about i'm fine and he's like you're sick he's freaking out over her saying like you have yellow fever just like she did your eyes are turning yellow or like her skin's t- turning yellow he's saying all the symptoms of what happened to elodie and she's like bro i'm fine like i just came like i've been doing shit <laughs> like what's going on and she's trying <laughs> to fight him off and at some mm-hmm. point it's so like i don't it's it's so confusing what happens so she, he ends up she ends up waking up and she's upstairs and when she goes to look for him she's like i need to get him like she sees that the doorway to the cellar is like cinder block nothing like just a wall there is no door there's nothing okay <laughs> i'm like have i lost you <laughs> because this is where shit gets weird like this is where i'm like 
Is this her fever dream? No, I'm there. So, so we don't know if we're in a fever dream, right? Yeah, like, this is the point where I feel like the narrator gets kind of um, unreliable. And you're just kind of like, is this mm-hmm. real? Like, what's going on? At least that's how I felt. Okay. And then, um, so what ends up happening is that those letter those doctors had left at some point, right? Did I say that? No, I yeah, just assumed, they left, yeah. They had left at the point where she, like, went to deal with the patients. And so she... She ends up getting a letter from one of the doctors. One of the doctors that helped her learn all this shit about Augustine, her name was, like, Dr. Like Nizamiv. Okay, it was yeah, a woman? It was a woman. It was so interesting. Okay. Group of doctors. There was, like, two women, I think, and the rest were men. Yeah, That's like, cool. two were named. The women were named. One of the men were named, and then, like, everyone else was unnamed male doctors. She didn't even talk about them. They were just there. But it was the female, it was the women doctors. I think they were sort of helpful. Like one of them, she was kind of like a bitch. She was still kind of, I don't know. She just thought weirdly of of Jane. There's there's some shit there. But the other one, Dr. Nizimiv, she's, she's like, I don't know. I never knew if she was wanting to help Jane and that's why she gave her information. Or if she was offering her information mm-hmm. to, like, see what would go down. You know, like, just to see how the how the game ended, in a way. Because all of these doctors were, mm-hmm. like, they weren't there physically, but they were around when, uh, what's his, when Augustine tried the ritual with um, Elodie. They all, in a way, like, they deal with, they study magic, and they're, they're all doctors, like, respected doctors, but they all secretly believe in it and do these rituals on the side or study magic in some way. Is it magic or is it, like, alchemy? They pose it as magic. I think it's more okay. of, like, satanic rituals, I want to say, because they deal with making circles like at one point it was so weird when they were there they tried to do a ritual with jane and that's how she ended up seeing the vision they encircled her in like a circle Mm -hmm. of uh salt like it's very supernatural type and they all had weird robes either like drink something Mm -hmm. so it's like i mean i guess a bit of alchemy because throughout the book there is usage of weird ingredients but they would set up like Mm -hmm. a circle or like ritual type shit Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So like this Dr. Nizimiv like offers up information to Jane, but like even her, like you don't know if you should trust her type shit. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So at this point where we're at, Jane, what the fuck was I talking about? Why do I lose my train of thought? There's like <laughs> so much shit. There's like so much little shit. I'll, I'll be honest. Doctor, oh, so Doctor mm-hmm. Nizamiev ends up writing a letter, and it and Jane receives it. It comes with like a little journal that tells her of a ritual, and Doctor Nizamiev writes. She's like, the world of magic is still so finicky, so I don't know if this will work. I don't know, you know, like I'm just sending you resources. Do with it what you will, type shit. And that's why I'm not sure if she was like trying to be helpful or. She- like, let's mm-hmm. see if it works. Like, let's see what happens. And because it's okay. this weird, like, Jane reads it, and it's a ritual. She essentially has to not sleep for, like, seven days straight. Mm, eat food. 
<laughs> and then she has to eat very specific meals. One of them is like a rabbit bathed in blood with weird vegetables alongside of it. Fucking weird shit. And it's like, it's so funny because like this point, Jane's had like the housekeepers, like they're kind of like, they show up, they do their shit, they go home. And at this mm -hmm. point, she's like, I'm going to do this ritual or for seven days. I'm going to go essentially fucking crazy. And she's like, should I send them home? And then she thinks, no, I don't know how to cook these meals. I'll keep them around. The housekeepers get a sh like see her descent into madness, essentially, just because mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to cook. <laughs> like, like, it <laughs> like, like they're, they're they're like like they they see some shit. Like there was one point in the book where like she ha Jane has a dream, wakes up like a bunch of blood on the bed as if she murdered someone, and she's like, "How am I gonna explain this?" And she's like, I can't fucking clean it up. You know, they don't have running water or anything. And like later on, how like she mentions that the housekeepers just like switch the beds out. Didn't even say anything to her. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, these housekeepers must have seen some <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> they're fucking, they're making the meals like the, the rabbit's blood and shit and like mm -hmm. okay as long as you pay me. not batting an eyelash <laughs> <laughs> just like better be a bad check next time <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like she goes into this ritual essentially it's about i think dr nizamiev says it's about desperation about her being like on the brink of sanity type mm -hmm. by doing it she's kind of entering this it's this weird kind of state where she can... She's practicing magic, right? Okay. And so she she does all this. And like, at some point, she recognizes that Augustine is in the cellar, right? Like, she knows he's back there. She has, like, a fucking vision or some shit. And at some point, she's able to talk to him through the wall day two and he's like he's like i'm hungry i can't stay here for long and she's like can you make it f five more days like i'm gonna get you out of there and he's mm -hmm. just like he's there so she knows he's there and she does this ritual on like day four she has this she doesn't know and i don't know if it's another fever dream mm -hmm. i feel like it is because it's fucking weird she has a dream right that he, the door is no longer there to the cellar. There's a door. He's able to come out of the cellar. She's like, are you real? Is this true? Mm -hmm. And he's is able to prove that it's him in some sense. In this, whether this is a dream or not. Like, she knows it's him and not, like, one of the weird ghosts that keeps showing up. Mm -hmm. And he, they end up being so happy that, they, that he's come out. They end up having sex again. Which is also weird. And then she she falls asleep, like they do their shit, and then like chapter break, she wakes up, and she's like, "Fuck!" Like I fell asleep, and she looks, oh yeah, and the cellar is locked again. Like there's just stone there, and anyway, so she, so she has to start over. This is so at this point, like I don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> Okay. And like this is the point where I'm like, where did this go? What what <laughs> did the author like was she on some Stephen King shit and like wrote this book? Because this is where I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> 
she ends up jane the protagonist she ends up learning right like up until this point she had been seeing those ghosts of these patients that had died she found out how like if she makes a circle of salt like she can keep them away from her but Mm -hmm. they're not doing anything to her they're just saying shit to her of you know you killed us live with your guilt and all this stuff and while she's verbal abuse is still abuse denise (laughs) true (laughs) true what she ends up finding out during this like seven day ritual they shit Mm -hmm. is that these ghosts are hungry they're essentially like bogarts is what i felt they just they wanted to feed off of her guilt and her shame so that's why they would tell her these things and what she ends up later finding out i think i think is that these aren't actually <laughs> ghosts. They're creatures that are feeding off of her. So these aren't the actual people, but they're able to take the form of people of the people that she thought she killed because those were the ones that would hurt her the most. That's where she okay. would feel guilt, you know? Not by like yeah. being like the local florist, but by being the patient she thought she Okay. And and so, like, at some point, like, she has she has dreams of her guardians, like, showing up. And she's like, how could they be here? Like, you know, they, they are not dead. What are you talking about? And so she thinks they're dead because they're showing up. She later mm-hmm. sees at some point when she finds out, like, how it works, like, these weird Bogart creatures. She's like, what if my mom shows up, you know, because her mom died when she was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I think her parents ended up, like, maybe during some war, they were, like, bombed her parents kind of like specifically her mom saved her so that's how she lived and she was jane was like you know i felt so much guilt when i was younger like what if she shows up that would hurt even more and in this in this seven day ritual too what she ends up finding out too is that she's able to some extent do magic so Mm -hmm. she can kind of will things into existence so she's able to like like she thinks of a journal that she of that elodie wrote she summons it right in front of her so she's able to like take things out like at some point the housekeepers are like bro like you're fucking crazy like you're mad like we need to like you know do you know where augustine is like we haven't seen him no one's seen him you know like we're not saying Mm -hmm. because you're his wife or anything but you know (laughs) kind of sus and she's (laughs) She's like, she wills them out of existence. Like, she literally what? is like, I don't want you to, like, be here anymore. And they disappear. Like, that's one of the more extreme, like, shit that she's like, oh, shit. Like, I can do this? And so, what's weird about these powers that she has, like, discovered is she's like, I'm going, she's like, why can't I just will the wall to not exist and go save mm-hmm. Augustine? And she's like, she later finds out, I think, I don't know if she has like through one of her fever dreams or something, but she's like, she finds out that if she does that, the whole house could collapse. Like she doesn't have like a strong sense of how to like will something correctly to where she could fuck everything up essentially is what okay. she learns. So she's like, okay, um she's like i'll figure this out a different way and then this is this is a lot of this is only like the second half of the book like mind you a lot of this book is just her like seeing shit and like you know dealing with the patients and then like last 20 percent happens and it's just like Mm -hmm. what like i need to absorb some of it like like what are you telling me man 
Um, stop me if I'm not making sense because the book didn't make sense. And I, I mean, a lot of it's really confusing in the sense that, like, is any of this happening for real? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's what's weird, too. Yeah, like, I mean, literally, like, how you might be feeling, like, listening to me, like, I during the book. That's I was how like, it is, reading it? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what? I was like, what direction are we going in? Like, what? Like, this is confusing. I thought it was just going to be ghosts, and then, like, the magic shows up. It was fucking weird. And so, like, so, okay, let me just, like, get my bearings on the fucking end. So, where where is this all taking place? It's at the 1800s. What country? I believe UK. I think they said something okay. about, like, London or some shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got the vibes that it was, like, in the UK or some shit. Okay. So, she has these powers now, and she's willing things away and to her... But she can't get the husband out of yeah. the cellar or the wall? Yeah, the cellar. The cellar the that cellar. is behind a wall. Okay. And so, <laughs> at this point, this is the this is the most confusing part, okay? This, okay. Is, this is the part where I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I had to put the book down and just be like, do am I in the fever dream? Like, did I think up these scenes? Because this is confusing as fuck. Um, was I having hallucination? It's like, am I the villain? Am I the one in am the fever dream? Am I the drama? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I the drama? <laughs> yeah. So. This is the fucking confusing. This is the point where you're just like, this is confusing, but on another level, right? <laughs> okay. So she does, she realizes, you know, he's behind the wall, you know, like she had sex with him, that dream mm-hmm. she realizes was a dream because he's still there, or maybe it wasn't. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> at some point, like, so she had been seeing these visions up to this point with Elodie, right? Like the, the dead mm-hmm. wife. And at first, like, it seemed very, like, malicious. Like, she was... Well, in the beginning, it kind of was, is she okay? Like, I feel... Like, she was scared of her. And then it was, like, like, once she knew who she was, she, like, worried for her. She was just kind of like, what's going on? Like, I feel for the woman that died two years ago. And, Mm -hmm. you know, to see... The last thing she sees before she dies is her husband, like, essentially, like, cutting her chest open. And, yeah, pulling her beating heart. Like, (laughs) imagine the terror she must have felt. And like, (laughs) and then like, no, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And at this point in the book, she's like, you know what? Like, I need to call out to Elodie. Maybe she's real. Maybe she's the one that can give me the answer to getting Augustine out of the cellar. And um, she's able to like, she figures out a way to call Elodie because usually at that point, Elodie only shows up when she wants to. And so she mm-hmm. had to do some shit to make it to where Elodie wanted to show up. And mm-hmm. Elodie shows up in, like, one of the mirrors. And she, right, she's able to tell Jane. This is all she says. She's like, ghosts are not real. And then, like, like that's it. That's all she tells her. And so okay. because of Jane's power of being, because she was able to harness the magic to, like, will things and not will things, 
she's mm-hmm. able to will like all those ghosts that aren't ghosts like she like that's when she finds out like so is things Elodie a ghost her. or is she a bogart too Okay, 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 okay. It's, she enters, I don't know. Or is she a figment of Jane's imagination of her brain telling her? Okay, okay. So, like, what ends up, so she wills these, like, weird creatures away. And then, like, because they keep trying to go to her, and she's like, you guys aren't fucking real. Like, fuck you guys. And, (laughs) and then, um, at some point, while she's doing that, She's like, you guys aren't real. Augustine shows up the same way as them. And this time she real, I guess she realizes like this time it's real. Not like the other weird fever dream type thing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, he must be dead. He's died. He's in the crypt dead. Like I couldn't save him. And then she's like, ghosts aren't real though. This is not real. And... So she's able to like essentially by doing that breaks everything. I, I like I don't know how to explain <laughs> this shit. I don't fucking know. I wish she had read this so we could just both be like, "What the fuck, dude? Did you?" Well, Denise. <laughs> yeah, I don't wanted read this. to, but <laughs> I changed my mind. Don't read this book because you'll probably you'll probably not know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> okay. Was I supposed to start with my rating for this book? Because it's not, it's not very high. <laughs> you can tell me at the end. It's fine. <laughs> and it's so, fine. <laughs> it was five stars. Anyways, so she goes into the cellar. She's able to like will the thing, the wall away. Right? She fucking destroys okay. the shit out of it. And she goes in. And, and this her- is after Augustine has appeared again. Yeah. Like, she says, okay. like, like, you're a ghost. Like, ghosts aren't real. And he's, like, willed away. And that's when all this shit goes down. And she's able to enter the cellar and see what's going on. And her okay. fucking... This is... Okay. This is even weirder. Her fucking... She gets in there. <laughs> and her mom's there. The Her mom that died, right? So, like, remember how I said, she's like, she felt guilt over her mom. And she's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Imagine my mom shows up. Her mom shows up. Okay. And so, <laughs> and, like, her mom, like, all the ghosts up to that point had been very vindictive towards Jane. And, like, mm-hmm. you did this to us. Like, you're trash. And, like, trying to make her, like, feel guilt and shame, right? Her mom shows Mm -hmm. up and her mom's just like not interested in her. This thing that looks like her mom is just like completely Mm -hmm. like not interested in Jane. And she's like, this hurts more. I would have rather a ghost just like all the other ghosts that Mm -hmm. fucking hated me. And instead I see my mom and she doesn't even care about me. This feels even the shame that I feel. And it's... And I bet you the Bogart knew it. (laughs) Those fucking Bogarts. And so, like, essentially, like, her mom... I don't know what the fuck her mom was supposed to be. I got the sense that her mom was, I don't know, like, the final boss. Like, I felt like her her mom was... (laughs) The the one, like, the mom of all the other Bogarts. Like, she was just, okay. like, she was the one that was there to, like, finally get Jane, right? Like, she was like, yeah. okay, you gotta pass all my fucking, like, henchmen. Like, now here's the real deal. 
and Jane's like, why, why are you coming for me? And she says, like, why me? And the, and the, her Bogart mom type thing is like, because everyone else just immediately felt shame. But you, we had to like work at you. We had to keep pushing you. And that made this moment so much sweeter is like this build up. And she's like, what the fuck? And, um, <laughs> and it's like, because what's weird though, like, I guess in the beginning, like Jane, you, like she mentions that she used to feel guilt over her mom's death, but she worked mm-hmm. past it. Right. And so when she learned about mm-hmm. how the Bogarts like feed on the, the shame on like that guilt she was like mm-hmm. she's like i've worked past this like as much as she would worry that she would see her mom she was also like i've moved past this and so with the bogart like the final bogart mom type th- i don't fucking know what to call it <laughs> like, there's just like yeah like let's think about that let's think about like how you feel like remember how you used to feel like and tries to like drag it out like just pull it out of her soul and be like let's talk about this and then shit <laughs> I'm like what the fuck what the fuck happens with this fucking woman I swear to god hold on let me review my notes <laughs> <laughs> this this is the part where I don't know how to summarize to you I'm reading it and I'm like like I'm like skimming and I'm like I don't know how to ex- this this is the part that like broke me right all the okay. other parts, I was like, okay, like, maybe maybe I missed something. Maybe, like, someone who's doing, like, a deeper reading of this book would know. Mm-hmm. This is the part where, like, I, I know there's a lot of horror books where the ending throws everything on its head. Mm-hmm. This ending, I felt like, threw everything on its head, threw it on its back, threw it outside, <laughs> like, threw it in the pool. Like, I just was so, like... Like, I feel like even if I reread the book, I still wouldn't understand. Okay. Maybe maybe I'm not smart enough for this book, I think. <laughs> so, okay. So she ends up... Man, fuck the book. So she... What the ending is, the last chapter is what fucking throws things on its head. And she ends up realizing... Like, she goes into this weird realm fucking thing where jane jane realizes that that like elodie okay so she finds out she gets to see that augustine died right and when he was when he was in the cell wait so augustine like so we know he died so that happened so he died when she saw him that he came out of the cellar she not only willed away the cellar door she willed him into existence he died at some point in the darkness and she willed back something that was like augustine but a little bit better so she had sex with a bogart i think i or a figment or (laughs) know what happened there but she fucking wills in something that is not him and like she she even okay. says like she's like I gave him things that I wanted little tweaks here and there of like what she would have liked type. So <laughs> So she not only wills him in, like she gives him improvements cuz she's like this is how I wanted him to be, right? 
And so he's technically alive in some sense. It kind of depends on like your definition. Wait, so is that thing that she willed alive still alive? Which one? The mom Bogart type thing? Or you mean the Augustine? No, the Augustine one. Is that still? He's So he's alive. Like he's a person. She says at the end, she's like, it's like Augustine, but almost not. There's something a little bit different about him. And it kind of gives the vibe of like he came back. Like if he came back from somewhere, he might have been missing something along the way. And you don't really know if it's, like, maybe his empathy type stuff. Like, it kind of seems like she could, the author could really, like, make a sequel. Like, maybe with him, Mm -hmm. who he became. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But he's essentially, like, not himself anymore. And what what Jane ends up finding out is that at some point she, like, during, um, after he saves him and she starts talking with the, the Bogart mom creature type thing, she ends up dying Jane ends up dying, I don't know, to her, I guess. And she enters this other realm, and that's how she finds out about Augustine. But she's able to will herself back into existence type thing. Okay. And then, like, okay, she talks about, like, at first she's like, I find that I find out that Elodie was not Elodie. I was Elodie. And then she's like, no, I was not Elodie. Elodie was her own person, but I might have taken over for a bit or something and then she's like and then she's like but I am back and we have both died and that's how we've like righted what happened or something because of because when (laughs) because when fucking Augustine tried the ritual on his on his on Elodie or whatever he kind of set things wrong right like when you when you do magic you might you kind of like fuck with the world a little bit uh-huh, and so by okay, both of okay. them dying, they kind of set things back to right. Okay. So like they balance. Yeah, again. like they balance the space okay. time continuum or some shit. Okay. And okay. so <laughs> circle of life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so like she's able to come back. She comes back and then like they're both back alive and everyone's like, Oh my god, Augustine's back, Jane, like you're okay again. And, like, everything just carries on, like, normal. I think at some point, Dr. Nizamiev, the one that gave the journal to Jane, is, like, comes to visit and she's like, you did it. Like, you did the ritual. It worked. What? Mm-hmm. And she's Jane's like, <laughs> yeah, like, thanks for believing in me. <laughs> and <laughs> Thanks for believing in me. Everything sucked. <laughs> I fucking died. And, like, yeah, like, they just carry on. And it, like, it says about how, like, Augustine's not really Augustine type. And just, like, weird shit. But, like, that's it. Like, happily ever after. Okay. Okay. And that's the ending. (laughs) Huh. Interesting. It does, it sounds good, but also super confusing, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, a lot of the book was chill. And then, like, towards the end mm-hmm. where he's in the cellar, I was like, what? And then, like, all the other <laughs> stuff came up and I was like, what? I thought it was ghost <laughs> magic type shit, but this, like, like she gets powers? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it sounds interesting. Like, it sounds... It does sound interesting. I I might still give it a go, I feel like, but I don't know what. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Mexican Gothic, but Mm. like 
times ten. Yeah. Yeah. But. But I feel like. But times ten in like the confusion part, the psychological warfare part. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. I guess it's kind of a spoiler for Mexican Gothic, but I I feel like it was Mexican Gothic. It was like, ooh, this is interesting. That's cool. Like I want to reread it just so I can like see like what mm-hmm. I can find. This one, like, even if I reread it, I think I'd still be like, what? Like, I, st- like, I just still wouldn't fucking know. You st- it still wouldn't help clear things up. Okay. So when'd you end up reading this? I want to say like, three stars. Like, even now, t- like, saying it to you, I feel like it's three stars. Mm-hmm. Like, some shit was interesting. Like, the way the magic worked. Um... The Bogart type things, you know, a lot of the book, it's not really like full on horror or even like mm-hmm. only some parts. It's like, that's terrifying, but it's just more of mm-hmm. like, it feels more of like a book where like it dives into people and like desperation, like human emotions, mm-hmm. like longing okay. type. I really like the, the character's voice. The author's writing is like, in general, like it was really good. It just seemed like the plot mm-hmm. towards the end was not executed well. And whatever okay. she had yeah. planned, it needed to have been more either spread out or like cut down a bit mm-hmm. because there was just so much weird shit that I was like, like, am I understanding this well? Like, you can't read mm-hmm. this book half asleep because you'll be like, what the fuck did I just read? <laughs> it needs to have like your total attention. Yeah, and you need to like read a chapter and then be like, okay, like, let me think about this. No, they take this yeah because <laughs> you're just otherwise you'll just be like what? yeah so it okay. was like three stars some of it was cool but okay it just all right yeah it was that was really interesting uh i think i think you struggled more than <laughs> i did and <laughs> telling me than me listening <laughs> I, this is a bad but... book <laughs> had i known that would be the ending i would have been like let's like let's switch to something else let's change (laughs) yeah but it was still interesting and it's very different from the venetia obviously so like it was like it's a cool like interesting switch up i mean they're both historical fiction and i mean (laughs) and that's it that's where there was some romance in mine and like was there a little bit of foreplay (laughs) with like a weird dead guy Venetia didn't yeah, go there. Yeah, it didn't go there, Megan. <laughs> Thank you. Step up, Venetia. <laughs> Step it up, Georgia uh, hair. Where's your uh, yeah, necrophilia at? <laughs> Why couldn't you have a confusing ending? <laughs> yeah, there was no confusion. With, there's no confusion with her endings. Um, Good for you. <laughs> All right, so three stars. That was fun. That was interesting. I'm glad you had something to tell me. I mean, it was still interesting. Like, I'm still kind of, as I tell you, like, in some ways I got to um, kind of process some of the shit that happened where it's like, yeah, that happened. What Mm -hmm. the fuck? And, like, it's weird because I feel that the characters more at the beginning of the novel were interesting there was i liked the setup everything was interesting it was just like the last 20 like, percent mm-hmm. of the book the yeah. last bit. yeah i was just like okay it was weird 
<laughs> okay. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah, well, I still think I'll pick it up and uh, maybe our readers, our listeners, sorry, will too. So even fun. knowing the ending. <laughs> this even knowing the ending, I, mean, I yeah, because I mean, I feel like too the fact that you told me like maybe it will be clearer mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, I sense, mean, but maybe I just didn't. Maybe I was dumb. Maybe I didn't pick up something. <laughs> Maybe I'm a secret genius, and I maybe, will... <laughs> maybe I had a fever dream. Maybe you have a fever dream that tells you what happens, and you can tell me. Maybe this is Honestly. a fever dream. Who knows? Uh, Twilight Zone music? Um. <laughs> I don't know if that's Twilight music. Twilight Zone music. Sorry. Twilight music would be more... Twilight Zone type, but you're like, I know this one though. <laughs> I know that. I know that one. Oh, yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, if anyone else listening to this reads it or like has read it and knows what the fuck went on, I mean, share, share with the class, please. Please explain please. it to Denise and me. Tell me because I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, (laughs) great. So next time, it's my turn again uh, for next month. So we'll see what I cook up. Um, Bitch can't top mine. Ice Planet Barbarians. (laughs) Uh, Ice Planet Barbarians. It's going to be Ice Planet Barbarians. But it's not going to be the first Ice Planet Barbarians. I'm going to do like the 25th Ice Planet Barbarians. I hope you don't make me read the 24th so I can understand (laughs) <laughs> i text you listen i'm you have some homework <laughs> i block you and be like i'm getting a new co-host <laughs> all right well thank you everyone for listening this has been the cord i'm oh, megan geez. and uh we will talk at you next Bye. time